boys and girls, dude and dudettes, zombies and ghouls. Welcome again to Not Dead Yet So Ha. And once again, I am your host, David Campbell. Eventually, I'll get a co-host, but for now, you're stuck with me. This is my fourth podcast, and I'm not going to keep numbering them until I reach a point where I'm going. This is my 99th podcast, but it's my fourth, consecutive fourth. This is a big deal for me. I'm sticking to it. I mean, at this point, I can't back out now. I'd have wasted three whole previous days of doing this. So it looks like I'm here to stay for a while. And today, I wanted to talk about real dolls. I'm sure you've heard about them or seen them on Facebook. These quote-unquote anatomically correct sex dolls. And you're probably wondering why I'm talking about it. I'm going to buy like five of them, that's why. No, not really. But I'm talking about it because it's being talked about. And one of the things that they're talking about is at which point are they going to become their own entity? At which point will they no longer just be sex dolls? At which point are you going to have to start getting permission from something that was designed as a sex doll? And a lot of people find this conversation or point of view weird and are wondering why people are even talking about giving rights to sex dolls. But it's brought up in the same way that you'll be with your friends and you'll say, what if I had a million dollars? Or what if this? Or what if that? No one ever brings up a what if unless some part of them really wants it to happen. The whole point of a sex doll is because the person who is in demand for it is lonely. The moment you start giving rights to a thing, you are validating it as a sentient creature. And I think that's important because these dolls are made to fill a void. And by validating these dolls, you're giving the people that buy them and use them and argue for the point of them having rights and being sentient, the ability to use them to combat that loneliness. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I'm all for it just because of that. It sucks being lonely. There are too many times where I'm in a crowded room and I feel like I'm the only person there. And I'm sure you guys have felt the same way as well. There are too many times I've wanted to talk to somebody, but I don't feel like there's somebody I can talk to. So if I have to spend a thousand dollars US to buy a talking sex robot, to get that feeling, get that connection, and get that emotion, I'm going to do it. So yes, I really do believe that later on in the future, when technology gets more advanced, that they should allow these things rights as sentient creatures. Now, I do believe in Skynet. Yes, I'm one of those tinfoil crackpots. And at some point in time, we're going to have to turn on our sexy overlords. But until that happens, give them the right the people that use them that security to not feel so weird and feel so out of the box that they feel the need to use these things to be close to something because being lonely sucks we all know this so let's just help these people be less lonely and 
if they happen to the weird, freaky, borderline illegal stuff after getting the issues off the chest, they did pay for it. Just saying. But in the same breath, at what point does it turn from being lonely to being creepy? Because you have the kid in the back of the classroom who's lonely as hell, and they draw the comics and they doodle and wish they had someone to talk to. And then you also have the kid in the corner who's wondering how many guns he could fit into his jacket. And the way things are going nowadays, it's hard to feel sorry for everybody. I get that. I think it was last month, there were some gamers, video gamers. These are usually the outcasts. Another gamer brought guns into their event and shot up the place, killing four and wounding several. That's crazy to me. In my eyes, that's like Steve Urkel walking into a science lab and just laying waste to everybody, right? In my eyes, that is Elmo on Sesame Street walking into Sesame Street and down in Big Bird. When you start turning on your own kind, the same people who are going through the same thing as you, who are persecuted as you, then shit starts to go wrong. And I went off on this tangent because these same people that are lonely and going towards sex bots and so on, there's like a million of them out there. Why not turn to each other as well? Sometimes being lonely is unavoidable and sometimes we make ourselves lonely. For some strange reason, we get a perverse satisfaction from thinking that we're the only one. And as much as I am definitely with the whole validation for sex bots and rights for AI and so on, there's going to come a point where people are going to use them as crutches. And when people start leaning on crutches and then those crutches break, they fall and they fall hard. So I mean, if your best friend buys a real doll, or someone you know buys a real doll, maybe you should start hanging out with them more. Don't let them be that lonely. And I mean, that's a very somber note to end and say, you know, remember, if you're not dead, keep laughing. So I'm going to throw in a joke. When I was 20, I bought a sex doll. Yes, I bought a sex doll. Everyone considers it, but I actually did it. I bought a sex doll and after one, I'm going to say session, so it sounds less, you know, pound toundy. That was it, I had to throw it away. I mean, I had to throw it in the bin. That would have been worth my neighbors to find. But you know, I deflated it, I hid it in a plastic bag, hit that plastic bag in another plastic bag, and hit that plastic bag in the garbage. Anyways, getting off point. It was, it was like a weird form of masturbation. It was like masturbating with somebody else's hand, and it was a super uncomfortable. So if, that is what you need to feel connection or feel love. It's rough, man. It's rough. Anyways, so remember, if you're not dead, keep laughing.